are here we make change to your life in every way we expand on your mind so you're never the same the apprentice Hi, this is Dexter and Tanya Scott, and welcome to The Upgrader Show. We believe your life deserves an upgrade. Let's live our best lives now. Does your school, church, government agency, corporation, or organization need leadership, communication, and team building training? Then contact The Upgraders. We specialize in soft skills training, including emotional intelligence, influencing styles, and mindset development. We will help you create the environment that your organization needs. Email us at info at theupgraders.com. Again, that's info at theupgraders.com. All right, Tanya, let's get into tonight's amazing topic. All right, let's do this. All right, so look, tonight we're going to be talking about having a thriving marriage. <laughs> so for those of y'all that are listening to us, you know, you might be newlyweds. You might have been married for 10 years. 50 years, we know that you're going to get something out of this because when we, when Ty and I talk about our marriage, it, it just, it just starts a lot of conversation, a lot of great conversations. Mm -hmm. what do you it think? really does. Yeah, it it so. actually has started a lot of conversations without us talking about it. Right. <laughs> right. We've I seen mean, that. the number of people that would just want to say, Hey, I just, you know, your marriage and I listen to you. I watch you, man, Dexter, how you treat Tanya. It's like, boy, you know, talk to me some more about that. And we just started realizing that people were pay paying attention to right. just our marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So and it, it let us know that people wanted to know more. Yeah. So thank you for saying that. I really, I really appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> but, all right, it's it's just natural. So for our listeners, we Ty and I've been married for 21 years. Uh, we are the parents of four amazing children, and I mean it, it goes with its ups and downs. But you know we've and what, what Tanya's talking about. People always talk about our marriage is that we've pretty much been in public. I would say for well for about 15, 16 of those years. Oh, yeah. Just in in entrepreneurship or being, mm -hmm. being, uh, professional speakers and mm -hmm. trainers. That's right. So we've been, we've been public a lot and we've supported each other a lot, which is what we're going to get into. Uh, but yeah, you know, social media shows a lot. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah, it does. And people have always commented on our marriage. So we felt like, uh, what a great topic. So I, and I'm telling you, this is how I feel. So if we're talking about having a thriving marriage, we got to talk about the things that, challenges having a thriving marriage. I'll put it like that, right? Yes, yes. So we've got we've got a number of things we want to talk to you guys about. We, you know, of course, with the time that we have allotted, you know, we're not going to go into too much detail just because of the time. But man, this is a great... It'll be enough for everyone to think. It's a great topic. Absolutely. Yeah, It'll be enough to go back to your own spouses and right. just say, hey, let's evaluate some things. Right. So, you know, I tell you what, we'll do this. So we're going to give you... We're going to talk about... We'll start with three, okay? The top three things... Uh, on our list as it relates to the challenges of a thriving marriage, because, you know, in order to have a thriving marriage, you got to know the things that would challenge that marriage. And we, so number one is communication. It is. That's big. It is big. Yeah, it is it big. It is big. So, yeah. I, you know, and when we talk about a challenge, that is a challenge, but oftentimes we don't really realize that, you know, that's a big key to having a successful marriage, any relationship, really, when you think about it. Right. Uh, but, but what is it about communicating Dexter? Is it that people just, you know, do we keep things hidden? Uh, am I not wanting you 
to know? Am I not wanting, you know, my husband to know what's on my mind? What 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 would that be about? <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. It is good because look, as as I sit here with you right now. <laughs> no, no, but no. Okay, okay. So so our first guys, our first five years of marriage. What they say the first X amount of years are rocky, right? Yeah, they said that. Okay, so Tanya and I, our <laughs> yeah, first, they, they do. our first few years of marriage were amazing, but they were also a bit rocky in the sense of <laughs> I think Tanya asked for a divorce about four times. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was about I think it was about four times. So, I, I, and I, it just you ask a, a loaded question. Here's why I say here's why I say it's loaded. It's because we dated, we got married. But there's still layers of me that you don't know. And there's still layers of you that I don't know. So the the vulnerability of a marriage, I don't think all comes out on the first day of marriage. I mean, even in dating, it, it doesn't come I, out. That's what I was about to say. Not even through dating. It doesn't. It, do, it does not come you out. You know, I used to tell you too. I'm <laughs> like, uh, you didn't show me this side of you. <laughs> And I'm like, why did you act so, you know, you, you, you play all the time now. So, what is all this joking and I had, stuff I had going to get you, on? I had to get you first. So, uh, so at the, at the beginning of our marriage, I, I was, you know, really professional. I was working at the bank. I was working at a bank, you know, and I had the whole professional demeanor, which is who I still am. But it's, I had to do the things to win you, to make <laughs> <laughs> to make you think that I just wasn't this jokester, right? So so that's what Tanya's talking about, guys. So communication is big because there are some things that what happened, and I, I and I jokingly talk about you and you know, you threatening to divorce me four times, but <laughs> literally we had some bumps in the road where I would let's okay, Matt, here's one of the main points. When you and I would get into an argument or a, a heated discussion, mm-hmm. my MO is to shut down, cut the light off, <laughs> leave the room, whatever it took. I don't want to talk about this. So I shut down. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. I mm-hmm. had to learn that as a man. So if you're listening, men, and you have the tendency to shut down, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say that. You know, we're going to get into some things to help uh, later in the broadcast. But yeah, that's one thing I did. Yeah. And I know that you know it. Absolutely. And it didn't feel good. Um, And even as I listen to you talk about that, that's oftentimes how, you know, not everybody, but I I feel like a lot of men could relate to that. Mm -hmm. And I think what a lot of women would relate to is, and, and for my brothers out there, and this is something Dexter, you and I would talk about, and it is so much better now. But my thing to you has been I just want to be understood. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like a matter of being listened to. Um, and then the other thing, Dexter, that we learned even throughout the communication. So effective communication has a lot to do with listening. It's, it's communicating, but you hear and you also listen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we go into problem solving mode. And I'm a problem solver, you know, especially when it comes down to in relationships and people bring things to me. I even have had to learn to sometimes wait, just listen and even seek God. God, what are you saying? What would you want to say to your daughter, to your son? Uh, So I get that. But in a marriage, oftentimes when we, I could come to you about something, it's not even related 
to mm-hmm. me and you, but just something I'm dealing with. Right. And then you would go straight into that mode of just wanting to tell me, well, why, why would you this? Or why don't you this? Or why don't you more so in my thinking, you know, <laughs> I, I carry stuff. So you uh-huh. just like Tanya and I'm like, but that's how I feel. Okay. You know? No, no. What's, what's good about that? You guys, I, I hope you're listening to this, especially for newlyweds is that, um, well, I wouldn't even say newlyweds just for married people. Mm-hmm. It's, when, when issues, and I've heard this a lot, even though I didn't practice it in the marriage, at the beginning especially, but when somebody is bringing you their issues or, or they want to talk about something, especially a spouse, listen they, don't, they don't always want your opinion. They just want you to listen. <laughs> so how, think, so, so how, how would you know that? As a man, how would you know? Okay, that's good. That, yeah, you know, hey, look, I'm a problem solver. This is communi- so yeah, this is, this we're, is real good we're putting things out there, but we really want everybody to to draw from this. Uh, so, how would you know? What what is it that I would need to do for you to know that Dexter? I just need you to hear me out right now. If you if you're just openly talking, mm-hmm. that's an indicator that I need to listen. If you ask me questions, okay, that's when I say, okay, she really wants my input. Right. So, yeah. And we had to get to that place, too. Because for a long time, you know, I I don't even know that I was asking questions as much as I was communicating because I had taken such ownership of the things that had gone on in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, and things that I was dealing with. And for me, I just needed to... I just needed to be heard in those moments. Right, right. So, okay, so just to, to reiterate, I'll say guys, because I'm speaking from the guys, men's perspective. If your wife comes to you and she wants to talk and she's talking to you, just listen. Just listen. <laughs> just listen. Now, if she asks you a question, then you can give your feedback. Or, or even for him to say, well, would you like for me to share my thoughts or would you like okay, for me good. to, you that's, know what I mean? That's testing. That's to, testing. T- yeah. Okay, I like yeah. that. And that's really good communication, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it's really good communication. Good communication. All right, so look, we're going to hop into number two. Number two is intimacy. Oh, this is a this is a big one. I mean, it, it really is. <laughs> I'll let you talk about that no, one. No, it's, it's, it's a big one because we... I don't even know where to go with this one. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. <laughs> okay, no, so here's the thing. All right, so I've had men talk, women talk, okay? Probably 99% of the men that I know and have talked with over all of of these years, they complain about the lack of intimacy in their marriage, right? Mm -hmm. And and only 1%. And and that one percent, I was like, are you, are you kidding me? I mean, it was like, what, are you serious? You know, but you know what? Uh, just given that fact, let me tell you guys who our sponsors are for today's show. That is Eric and Doctor Sakisha Heilick, and they run a company called uh, Marriage Can Win. Yeah, and they have an amazing show that comes on Zandra Television. It's becoming a millionaire power couple. They're the perfect sponsors for for our show today. <laughs> they are the perfect That's what we're sponsors. talking about. But I mean, it's just only 1%, 1% of the men say, wow, I, I mean, I'm like, God, leave me alone. I can't, I can't, I'm tired. I've only heard 1% of the men say that. We're, okay, let me make sure I understand. Yeah. You're hearing 1% of the men say, leave me alone? Yeah, they, they're they telling their wives, leave me alone. So, so I just basically, don't have the energy. So, ba- so basically, for 
for um, men, even if you are tired, for the most part, that's not something you're going to turn down. Yeah, it's not. It's not? It's not because of the lack of. Wow. Yeah, so this is big, guys. Intimacy is huge because uh, now this is the way I've always known it to be. And, and that is men have a higher uh, desire for intimacy than their wives. And the wives are the ones, it's all the, con- okay, I ask you this. I'm like, why do you the, think that All is? the conditions with women, all, all of the conditions have to be perfect. <laughs> The, the, the dishes need to be clean. The house needs to be clean. Are you talking about the, me? No, not, no, no. I'm just saying. The, <laughs> now I'm not talking about you specifically, no, but I'm just saying. I, hey, it and fits. the it fits. and the kids need to be acting right. I need to be oh cool. It's the truth. And now I feel like we can have that time. And so, uh, and and I'll say this because I know you want to say something. Is that yes. uh, even in some having some uh, men's group at church, some churches that Tanya and I have been a part of. They talked about it and they're like, you know what, man, I will go and I will wash the dishes. I will clean the kitchen. I will sweep the floor because I want my wife to, I want to relieve her of that. Mm -hmm. So they do that with the intentions of, I want my wife relaxed. Not necessarily that it's going to end in, in sexual contact that evening, but I, I want my wife relaxed. And I think that's very important. It is important. I seem like I remember that yeah. from, um, it's been it's been a few years, yeah, but I remember us yeah. talking about that. Right. But that's really really good, Dexter, because honestly speaking, as a woman, uh, when our minds are distracted mm-hmm. or things aren't in order, especially, right. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, and I'll speak even for myself as the woman of this home, and I'm the one that kind of is keeping things in order. You know, the house cleaned. You know the children straight. You do really right. well within that area too, with the, with our kids. Mm-hmm. But if my mind is all over the place, business, work, things I have, my agenda. Honestly, I know for me, I'm not even in that mood or place. Right, right. I get it. Well, get look, it. look. Do you remember with our aunt and uncle what yeah. it is that they do? Yeah, this is, yeah, this this is, is a really nice tip. This is very cool. So my uncle and aunt, they said that they had separate candles on both sides, one side of the bed, one, one candle on her side, one candle on his side. So when it was time for intimacy, they would light the candle. So whoever wanted it, like whoever if, wanted if, intimacy, if he, would he light the wanted, candle. if he wanted it, he would light his <laughs> candle. Right, right. So when she walks in the room, she would see he had a candle lit. Right. So if she's like, okay, that means I like, she lights her candle and he comes in and says, oh, she's in agreement and vice versa. He right. could walk in the room and her candle is lit and he'll go in and light his or not right. as an indication of it's on right. or it ain't on. Right, uh, but what was funny about that is, is, is she told us that his candle was burnt all the way down to the bottom, and hers was still essentially unused. So go figure. <laughs> but so, yeah, that is a very good tip. It is. You know what I mean? It is. And and I'll say this like, oh, you had something. No, no I tell you what, let's let's come right back to that after the break. So guys, uh, we're going to, we're going to continue our discussion on having a thriving marriage you're listening to upgrade your life and we're your host dexter and dr tanya the the 